Hi everyone, how you doing? How are you all coping with this lockdown? Hope you're doing all right. I just thought I should drop you a quick message from my living room um, at the moment. Let me just quickly let you know if you lot hear my little one. Yes, she's in the room with me. Um, as her dad is working from home, we're having to, you know, work around each other and make things work. But I thought I should let you lot know some things before I drop the new episode. Um, it's just a quick disclosure regarding the sound. Um, I do apologise. Basically, we did encounter some, you know, sound difficulties as I later heard when, you know, coming across it to edit. And I thought, you know what, I, there was too many gems to not let it, um, to not let you lot hear. Um, and I just didn't want it to go to waste. It was too good not to release. So. I thought let me not let you not know let me let you not lot know oh sorry that this is what happened um yeah so you lot aren't surprised oh what's going on here yeah this is what happened um but moving forward I hope to give you lot better quality recordings which eventually eventually I'll learn from but I hope you guys still enjoy it please feel free to give me your feedback um every criticism is good criticism for me um because i only want to get better so yeah let me know i hope you enjoy it um and yeah have a good day stay safe and you're doing an amazing job thanks bye for listening i'm very grateful um that you are tuning in and you're enjoying it of course um it is an honor to be able to give you my stories and my experiences um basically let me give a quick lowdown quick rundown of what this show is about for the first time listeners it is basically a show for parents parents to be or people who just want to know about what it's like being a parent um just about talking realness about being in a relationship financial stuff you know just to do with the just to do with the role of being a mum a dad just about everything being a parent because I feel like we just want to talk all day about our kids because that's what it is basically about we are about our kids every single day especially now we are on fucking lockdown yes we are in lockdown so we are seeing a lot more of our beautiful specimens um little babies (laughs) it is hard there's literally i don't get no breaks like until now i'm just making this podcast as an excuse to escape joking i just don't want to talk to you guys but um yeah nobody yeah found a way it is i'm facing challenges you know like whoa I am seeing my baby and I'm loving it. I can't lie, I'm loving being at home with her. But there's days, you know, when you're like, oh, I just need an hour extra just to rest. You know what I mean? And yeah, so that's what this show is about. I'm just gonna talk and talk about me, really. I'm not sugarcoating it. 
I'm not holding anything back really some things I may hold because not everything everybody needs to know um and it's just for you guys just to listen compare relate you know just to enjoy really and just to get jokes from I don't want it to be serious because it's unscripted it's all straight from the heart everything's straight from the heart that's how I kind of want my guests to be as well so if I'm real I want my people to be real you know so yeah firstly then put a disclosure disclosure get your words out Irene there may be a bit of noise um I'm in my bedroom currently so there might be motorbikes roaring from the window even though I have flipping double glazing which doesn't work um I also have a toddler who is in the living room with her dad so she may escape (laughs) without him knowing because she loves to do that a lot you know she just runs and by the time he knows it she's gone so you might hear the door opening and I'm like well I can get out so that's the realness of it yes that's my life that's my job right now you lot will know you lot can relate see relate um so that's how it is yeah so basically I have a guest yay I've finally managed to get a guest on the show um it's a beautiful mummy um because I've tried and I understand it's hard to come away from the kids and the family because by the time you just have 30 minutes away the whole house has collapsed I know so I've had mums promise you know and they've not been able to keep up with the time so I can't fault them for that man it's how it is especially during these times which I know we will you know come out of um you know what I mean the weather is beautiful but yeah as long as we're staying safe that's all that matters so I have a guest we're gonna talk you're gonna be able to delve into the mind of another mummy um and see what it's like being a guest on my show so if you want to actually be on the show by the way I do have an Instagram account um if you want to DM me tell me your stories feel free um it's at the bad parents podcast um no s at the end podcast and then i've also got a twitter page if you twitter account if you're more active on there it's at the bad parents podcast as well parents by the way with an s so yeah um yeah so i hope to get you lots on there more people on there i really do enjoying it so far i'll be real i've done this intro at least four times (laughs) because there's been one thing or another that's happened during the last ones so i think this is hopefully my last one i'll probably hear it and not like it but hey like it or lump it i'm joking i appreciate you guys i only want the best quality audio for you um yeah enjoy guys um i will have my next guest on very soon Mm. so hi everybody 
we're back with our fourth episode of the bad parents podcast i'm your host irene b aka malika's mummy so on today's episode i actually have a special guest with me she's my one and only my rider die i won't go that far but she's my she's my sister from another mister Woo! Um, <laughs> i won't say her name but she's just my yummy mummy of of life um, you can't see me but i've got my hands up in that african auntie pose like woo, woo. she's my delicious party bunny we go everywhere together whenever there's a motive but obviously right now she's my lockdown paddy right now yeah um so hey girl would you like to introduce yourself to everyone yes hi everybody it's my first time so yeah um I'm very happy to be here with my fellow ride or die day one, Irene B. And um, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen, but you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's see, let's see where this takes us. Yeah, we're just going to go with the flow. We're going to have our like day to day combos that we have anyway. I feel like since I've done this podcast talking to you, I feel like I've always been doing an episode because it's just been about the kids and our bar. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And when you're talking by yourself, it's a completely different dynamic to obviously bouncing off another person. Exactly. So this is a little disclaimer. This is all new for me. This is she's actually my test bunny, guys. To be real, so we're gonna see how it goes. <laughs> and obviously, proud. We'll just get better, obviously. So she's my first guest. Um. So anyway, I'm just gonna ask like. We're just gonna have a conversation, but in between, I'm gonna ask questions because I want to know if what basically what you're going through, especially mm-hmm. now we're going through this situation on lockdown. Lockdown, yes. And, um, not being out in reality because I'm telling. I'm gonna be honest, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm missing going to work. I actually miss going to work. <laughs> I can't lie, I actually was going out on the bus, <laughs> seeing adults. Um, <laughs> yeah, adult conversations. Oh, the list is endless. I'm laughing because, yeah, as, as time goes on when you have children, you actually start to realise, wow, work has become my rest period. Like, oh right? my God. Right? Just even, <laughs> so, you know, you, when you go to work, do you what is your time do you ever feel like you get more time to yourself at work yes that's precisely what I'm I was getting at so one of my favorite times is riding on the train (laughs) and I try and and I try and keep my changes as little as possible because it means I'm just sitting in one place and that's where I check up all my emails check up my I call it a green green stream of WhatsApp messages that I didn't look at since <laughs> 4 p.m. yesterday. Um, it's just, you know, the train time is very, very important. Or I can sleep, just catch up on sleep, anything. I know, right? I just what I wouldn't have been able to do at home. Um, I, go on. Especially now the weather's out. You know, because the sun's out mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely, it's, it's definitely lifting my mood in general um but you know being at home I've kind of gotten over the I miss this I miss that I do miss it but I've found like a good sweet spot with my boys where I'm just loving having them I can't maybe it's the sun 
yeah but you know honestly i just some i'm i'm having moments where i'm sitting and just watching them anything they're doing just watching like it's fascinating i feel like i'm watching them grow yeah 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 yeah. by the way um yems has two boys two boys little boys yes um yeah i probably should have said that in my intro shouldn't i yeah my very short no non-existent intro so here's my intro i'm yemi i'm 33 still um i've been married for almost six years yeah six years this year and i have a four-year-old who's about to be five a week after me in june and then the second one is oh he's called oliver and then the second one is called toby who is two turned two in March? The cute. Um, so he's cute, but oh my goodness, he'll he'll let you know. He'll give it to you. So she's got Good two boys. She she's a veteran. You you basically. And I, I remember when I had. My Am I though? Am I a veteran? No, because or, you know what? Uh, I had the yeah. I wasn't I on the phone to you. Like, yeah. Yeah. When do I? What do I do when she sleeps and cries? What do I do? I yeah. Don't feed her this. Don't give her that. You lot were teaching me, so you you taught me some stuff. Like, yeah, no, stuff. it's true. You you yeah, we just went ahead. That's it. We're just a bit further up the road. Okay, cool. Fair enough. That's I'll be it. Sure. You know, it's with two children, but but when when you said the reason i said am i though i get what you mean by saying veteran but i look at people either with three kids my age and you know i get a bit nauseous or i look <laughs> at our moms <laughs> who had five and i'm like throw yeah, yeah. up guys yeah. how the fuck did they do that's that's lie. veterans yeah no okay i, I revoked that do you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't earned that yet so no, no i'm 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 along the line maybe like past beginner maybe towards intermediate but i think vet is up there somewhere all right you're right okay cool i'm still beginner <laughs> but i'm still learning no I'm, no I'm, i think you're further along than you think as well definitely because how old is she why? about to be two yeah because you know why i think i'm not there yet because i'm still at the point when i'm thinking all right if i have another child when i have another child is like how am i gonna cope like she does certain things yeah and i'm like hey like what if there was two of you do you know what i mean how even just washing to the point of when i wash her hair i'm can you, oh can you hear me yeah the sound went for a minute but carry on i can hear you now okay so you know to the point when i wash her hair yeah i'm just like all right say i had two girls what how do i plan this out but i guess it just comes naturally right it's like you just eventually get a routine yeah 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 no um oh you're always thinking about and i think exactly what you're thinking is how i feel like especially when we had the second one and it was like we already had had car seats and he'd even graduated from like the baby one so you were feeling a bit like yeah oh you know i'm used to this now and then we had another one and it was back to the zero to six of car seat yeah and the car was just full (laughs) you even if you have a five-year-old i mean sorry a five-seater you're thinking oh yeah obviously you need five bodies in there but no yeah just the two children in the back the car 
would feel so claustrophobic and you're like how <laughs> does anybody fit another child in the car like it's not realistic and so like I didn't I, I didn't really want to have any more kids anyway but the whole car situation realizing that <laughs> there'd been no space in a five-seater for three children was like I definitely do not want to add to this yeah, I, yeah. let me just keep the keep the situation as it is because then that makes sense for why people have these buses we know Listen. People have buses. it makes sense it makes sense see okay see i never i yeah. never realized and this is why they say experience is such a good teacher it's the best yeah. teacher because you don't know there's everything is theoretical until you're in a situation and <laughs> when it descends upon you you're like like that's why you've been driving that voxels of fear up for us (laughs) (laughs) i get it i get it you know what because the fair aunties yeah yeah around my area they have big listen and i think you can't drive this car why why have you got to it it did not make sense you just thought they didn't have taste or something you you just thought oh they're just buying why are you buying a van like just buy a normal car oh now i get okay. it you need a mini right, bus right. yeah no oh flip because you know what yeah i mean me and um malaka's dad yeah we we're just always like like we need to upgrade a car we need to upgrade a car because already with just because i don't sit in the front anymore <laughs> yeah i can sit at the back yeah i'm a, like his phone buddy. yeah we have to, have to she has to watch tv on my phone she has to do everything on my phone so i can't be doing all that from the front seat so um, i hope you can graduate very soon I do miss the front seat. I can't lie. Sometimes when Malaka, yeah, to my when she's staying over with someone, and I'm in the front, I'm just like, oh my god, it feels so good to be in the front. I feel like an adult. I actually feel like Irene again. (laughs) Yeah, like a like an actual person. But what's I going to say about that? I've been thinking about that as well because another thing that made me resentful. I love my kids, by the way. Let me just put that disclaimer. But I was resentful. Not resentful, but just stressed AF when I had Toby. And it was it was the whole... Because, you know, having a child, the compromise it puts on your relationship as well. Like, you both have to maturely agree that, oh, we can't do the same things that we used to do. And even just sitting in the car, like you said, riding with your yeah. partner is, is a thing. It's can be quite a special time so when we had Toby I remember Oli had had gotten used to sitting in the back by himself and we had that routine and everything was good and then this new baby came and you couldn't just put those two in the back sometimes he would just decide to start screaming the whole journey and I'd literally I'd, I'd start the journey sitting in the front especially if we went on a long journey I remember once we had to drive to Birmingham and I was thinking, oh, beautiful. I've got all their milk. I've got everything. It's perfect. The rucksacks are in the back. We're good. I'm just going to be in the front. I'll talk to my husband for a bit and then I'll have a sleep. Silly, silly, silly you. You forgot. (laughs) You forgot what situation you were in. I think like half an hour into it, Ollie wet himself. So we had to go to Tesco's to get new trousers and wipes. Then Toby just decided to be screaming, like, didn't want bottle, didn't care. So I literally, as we were driving on the motorway, had to 
climbed through from the front to the back no. to sit and have Toby on one on one hand and Ollie was still a bit young there getting used to the baby so he was like oh no carry me as well oh you know I want breast too no he didn't want but oh, you know he was jealous and um moments like that I was just looking at it like no I'm done I'm done <laughs> why why did I do this why so how do you think people who do it with five like oh by then by then I think the numbness comes over I I understand the look on a lot of a lot of mother's faces now sometimes when they're just so unbothered I understand it it's like choose your battles I don't care unless there's blood pouring or (laughs) or there's no breathing I don't want to know it's fine yeah no do you know what I got you know with Malika now I Mm. swear I'm so I feel bad I feel like I'm a bad parent why (laughs) oh (laughs) you see when she cries I don't hear it I don't hear her crying I swear down I'm just like unless it's you know when it's that annoying whining yeah hey hey and I'm okay okay it's just noise now yeah i can't hear myself thinking i literally can't i never got that statement until i was a mum i swear yeah. you know when you can't hear yourself think oh yeah oh yeah it's, it's a it's a mental health struggle and that you know what? i don't even want to lump it in with mental health i don't mean in that sense but definitely like there's a whole rearranging of how your mind works and what you're prioritizing in in your mind of, of what's important and for you another you know you learn all this non-verbal communication as well with the children which is like they can tell you once they're talking they can tell you but if they're not talking they have cries and you start to work out which cry means what so you know after a while you realize that oh the crying is this crying is just whining like Mm -hmm. you're fed Mm -hmm. you're watered you've slept you're dry i don't care kind of thing (laughs) and then other ones you can tell oh you know if something's irritating them or they're in pain and yeah yeah, you definitely have to pick and choose you can't there's no way you can't and it doesn't define a good parent if you jump up every time your your child makes a noise or or wants something do you understand so it's different for everybody isn't it no yeah I think um I've got a question for you though but do you feel like you see with parents that are a lot more attentive like with every cry their child does yeah do you think is it benefit does it benefit the child honestly I would because this parent is so objective subjective whatever you want to call it it all depends on the type of nurturer or environment that that family lives in and also it's down to like personality as well if if you know if parents are wired a certain way um like it's more likely that their children will also be in that there's so many nuances and unspoken things in Mm-hmm. you know family interaction so usually I would say families do what comes natural to them so mm. you know if you have parents that are a little bit sensitive or mm. like to have their feelings acknowledged they're more likely to have a child that's going to be like that as well so it would be yeah. wrong for you to do a false you know get a separate or a random kind of 
um, method to deal with it that doesn't work in that family. But on the other, on the other hand, you know, if you did want to prescribe a certain way to deal with children, because I'm no expert, but definitely the way I've grown up and the way I've come up and the way that I think you, you can instill some discipline is, yeah, no, definitely not. I, I don't pander to everything. Oh, I try not to, you know, your your heart is to do that, but I try not mm. to because, yeah, I, I feel like you will continue to delay their independence and... Yeah, yeah, you know, you, yeah. You know. No, I get it. I think, for me personally, I know I couldn't do that with Malika because she will milk it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She will become... Like, you see, she will milk it and become spoiled. Yeah. And she knows that she's smart. She's very smart. Yeah. She does it now. Yeah, yeah. So she knows that... That she, if she cries and cries and cries enough, eventually her dad will only attend to her because he's annoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she knows what to do. Yeah. So at times I'm just like, babe, just leave. Yeah, her. just just don't worry. Yeah, her. just don't worry. And her. and you know, and she gets it. Yeah, and you know what? I very very similar with my family as well. And I'm like the disciplinarian, so to speak, mm. sort of, because they have the most interaction with me. But I still, you know, it's like I I want to be harsh with them, but I still I find myself giving in as well because I'm stressed or I'm this. And sometimes Tara will say, no, 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 this one actually leave it because you're gonna ruin everything that you put them for. And he has to remind me, and he's like, because that's just your natural reaction. You're just gonna give them what they want to shut them up. Mm. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You just but did you um you know after giving birth to either on Ollie Ollie or Toby, yeah. did you experience any sort of like anything like in terms of ment- mentally, physically, Post- or did you go through anything? Okay, yeah. yeah. Postpartum situation. Yeah, so I always tell everybody this story. When I first had Oliver, the first one, um or when I was going to have him, my mum was like, okay, so I'm going to come and I'll stay for about a week or I'll stay for about two weeks. And I was like, I was looking at her like, why do you need to stay? <laughs> kind of thing. I was really confused. I was like, if you want to come, like you can stay overnight or something, but um, we're going to be fine. We'll just have the baby and we'll bring the baby home. <laughs> Experience. And yeah. as soon as I had the baby, yeah, you know, it it's such a transformational thing that you go through the labor and then when you finish and the exhaustion that I would never have been able to preempt before being in that situation and afterwards I was just tired I wanted my mum to live there that's how <laughs> literally the day after I gave the baby I was like yeah um mum <laughs> I was just so so glad she was there because clearly her experience yeah. knew she yeah she yeah. knew that I was gonna and then because it was an unplanned c-section and you know the trauma of that because you know you get rushed into the theater and it's all going against what you thought was gonna happen and you're having a major surgery yeah um it's just so yeah sorry Tola popped his head in so um yeah it was it was a lot so I think after I got home I was dazed for a little bit and you're going through stuff. What I'd say is you are going through like this slow change, but you don't realize that's happening. You think it's just you and you're just tired. But 
I remember a few days later, my pastor came round just to, you know, see the baby, check how I was. And I'd been going on fine. And as soon as I started talking to him, I just burst into tears. I couldn't even have told you that was what that was coming. So it was then I started to realise, oh my God, there's a lot going on inside of me. Um, So definitely mental health. And ever since having children, I've realised that that is pretty much a standard thing. I think a lot of women will go through that and men and uh, because it's such a change and you have to adjust to it and there's so much fear around it like especially with your first one are we going to be able to do this what have we done this is too this is too huge this is a life kind of thing like and I and yeah and you're constantly responsible for this human being and it, it feels like such a huge burden but at the same yeah. time, you're and you're getting to know this new human as well. It's, it's like getting, it's like meeting someone new and th- those weird mm-hmm. feelings at first, where it's like, you know, I want to talk to you, but I don't know how to relate to you. Like exactly, I'm, exactly. What do you like? What don't yeah. you like? What's going? And then this person can't even talk back because it's exactly there. They're not. They're not bringing, giving nothing back. Exactly. To you. So it makes it that much harder because I know even just the fear of at least your mum came to stay with you yeah. I obviously have yeah got, um I've got a one bedroom so yeah. I had to stay at my mum's so I think the stress of that I had I was I was happy that my sister and my mum yeah. was there to help me while I was at my mum's but I also wanted to be in my you were out space. of your comfort zone yeah I wanted to adjust and mm. adapt you know this baby yeah. around my own yeah yeah you know yeah so it was just like I wanted to be comfortable as much as it is my mum's house I wasn't it wasn't your space yeah 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 I didn't have everything so I wasn't 100% comfortable Mm. so we had to leave after like you know seven days after the naming ceremony we did yeah take everything back but it wasn't till because then I was by myself it was just me and Kazim we were just by ourselves now even just bathing and when you went home yeah when you were doing that were you scared when you were going home alone with her no I was happy I was so happy like oh my gosh my baby's here but then it was just like things coming like all right I need to I was scared I was going to going to sleep yeah yeah in the bed (laughs) I didn't know how to bed, like bath her. I was just like, do I wash? What do yeah. I do? Okay, okay. Do I? I don't want to sleep and roll over. I don't. Didn't know what yeah, to do. Yeah. Really. And it's it so, literally is like a step by step thing. And you know, your support network is very very important. You need people, someone there who might have been there before, who will just to be able to say, oh, expect this. This is what to expect. Just to give you some idea yeah. of what to do. I'm, but I remember when you know back to what I was saying about my mum being there after you know I was happy she was there it was getting closer to when she was leaving and I remember having this terrifying fear of her going like literally counting down the hours to when she'd have to go and I'd be alone and oh. thinking I don't know I don't know if I'm gonna cope I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it mm-hmm. you know and if if so everything is magnified there and then the fear that fear would go into the fear of you know oh god you know where is my mum 
she can't come and live with me what if she was never here what if I didn't have her and it just Mm -hmm. rolls into one thing after the other and that's how easily you can slip into a kind of depression and you just don't realize it because it's your thoughts it's your subconscious just running so yeah yeah. exactly it's just mums out there you know what I want to give a round of applause yeah to all the parents firstly I'm going to do my clap for for the parents because you know what we under you know who are underestimated the nursery workers <laughs> yeah they do they do a flipping job yeah we need to clap for them yeah. as well because i'm clapping for the nursery workers and teachers I clap for you. Yeah. teachers clap for you. listen <laughs> you don't need your your round of applause as well no big up nhs as well anyway because yes. nothing can compare but yeah. everybody else that's doing their job the, something that isn't in the routine and it's just out of their comfort zone someone actually said i need to get this quote out here i heard on you know that show celebrity mm-hmm. dating there's um there's a guy that's a you know the hookup guy called yeah paul c Johnson yeah. or whatever he said the quote yeah he goes when you live in the past it creates depression mm-hmm. when you live in in the future it creates anxiety but when you live for the the now it creates peace so that's how i'm trying because i know when i was going through with after with malika my anxiety was that what um i had anxiety and depression which is what Mm, i diagnosed with i was scared of what happened was that you know what i went through Mm -hmm. birth was um had it by myself what if happened what if this happened but then in the future i was scared of oh and um an accident in the yeah. car or what if this, ha- if this yeah. happened i was yeah. so scared so i think how i resolved everything was just you know live today it has to be um you know a mutual friend of ours has is yeah. ex- we just found out she's expecting and i was saying to her <laughs> i was literally saying to her that was the advice i gave her like you have to take over your mind and do it day by day don't think about how it's going to be in three months or how am i how am i going to survive this or just you have to do it day by day and if you have a bad day just accept it for that look for what you can do to make you feel better that day and then wait for yeah. tomorrow because you there's no there's no chemistry there's no formula for why tomorrow should be so better but sometimes you wake up and it's just a different day and it's just better exactly and don't watch anybody else on insta you see everyone's i'm living the best life with my baby it's a, no, it's a snapshot it's also that's a snapshot them. you don't see the other 23 exactly. hours of the day so yeah cause they could have cried exactly. actually 20 minutes before that snap so i don't know uh, i did watch a few birth stories but it still didn't scare me because i was thinking you know what my birth is yeah. different i i did you know before i didn't because everyone always says oh don't watch anything yeah. on youtube yeah I watched, it. I watched i wanted to know i saw it i wanted to see what one and it yeah. didn't scare me I didn't and it was nothing compared to what that's I what i was gonna anyway. say that even when you watch it, it it still will never prepare you for your own experience <laughs> you can be scared even when, even if you watch them and you're scared that's great but <laughs> that feeling is just your fear 
it's it's not the same as the actual pain you're gonna feel when you're <laughs> sorry for those who are expecting but it's real this is what i'm saying about the bad parents podcast i'm the, i want you parents like yourself to tell me you exp- you explain how your contractions were yeah, oh mine oh god let me let me summarize it as best as i can or well, you know my first, both of them had to be induced neither neither of them wanted to come out which is typical <laughs> And I had to be induced for Ollie and um, the first one. And so they gave me the whole tessery and then the serotonin through a drip. And I started contracting. And then I just Mm -hmm. continued contracting. So that's what I'm saying. I did all the prep and it's like, okay, so you'll contract and then you hold your breath and breathe and then you stop. The, the contractions will stop and then you get five minutes and you get straight back and you go again yeah this this was mine mm. <laughs> contractions <laughs> contraction 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 um <laughs> slow down for about a millisecond contraction 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 like for about an hour just back to back yeah. at, at one point like yeah. I know my mum was in there my mother-in-law was in there a bunch of people it was just a haze and I saw Duny my sister come in and just <laughs> looking at me with this <laughs> fear in her face like what the hell because <laughs> like, I was literally twisting my mother-in-law's hand I remember at one point looking up and she was there and I was sat on the end of the bed and I had my legs open and you know at that point I was thinking when you have contract, when you have a contract, you're thinking, yeah, the baby's coming, coming, and then they examine you, and they're like, oh yeah, oh gosh, only one centimeter, and I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and I've been in here like back to back contracting for like two hours, and I, and, yeah. you know, part of my plan yeah. was I don't want any epidural because needles disgusting, and I was so certain I was like, no, I'm mm. gonna try and do it without it, and I remember the nurse. Uh, midwife looking at me just puzzled just going why don't you want it like what why are you saying that and I was like no no I really want to try and avoid it whilst I'm screaming and then like after about the eighth time she was like I'm just gonna go and tell the doctors and tell them she had to tell them to come in and talk to me about it and just say that because basically I had been contracting so badly and nothing happening and not dilating so they were like, you're not going to have any strength left to do anything if if, if we wait that long. Yeah. So they convinced that yeah. by that point, I had no choice. I was just like, do whatever you want. So I don't even care. I was so in so much pain. Um, and yeah, yeah, so that was how that situation went. <laughs> so did you have the, was it the C-section? So yes, no, Oliver, the first one. So, so they gave okay. me the epidural and by that point because it was it was such a disgusting experience I hate needles anyway but imagine then this massive one I couldn't see it but I could feel it obviously I'm even like I'm curving my back now just thinking about (laughs) they and for those who don't know what epidural is like in the in the middle of your spine and the back um you know to numb the whole of your lower region from your hips downwards obviously to help obviously to help with the pain um and yeah and so I was having these terrible contractions and they're like okay I want you to um 
tuck your knees in and hold it really tight and push your back out so you're having these excruciating contractions in the front they want you to put your chin down push your back out and keep completely still still (laughs) and 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 it doesn't work the first time oh they have to keep trying because oh the first time it didn't go in properly so they have to take it out and go again oh I'm my not... god oh my gosh no. <laughs> listen I'm not even joking I was actually like I just want to die at this moment <laughs> oh the baby gosh, in front no. is like <laughs> killing you and then they're poking you in the back with this thing and they're like you need to keep still because it's such <laughs> you're like you know what you're all crazy you, you're all you've all lost your mind <laughs> Are you having this fucking laugh? Lit- like, really? Literally. Really? So, no. so anyway, eventually they gave it to me, and by that point, honestly, I was I just flopped down like a like a rag doll. Where I just didn't care. I was just laying there, and I wasn't talking to anyone. I was just looking up, like I can't believe I just let them put this thing in me, and <laughs> and oh. then and then, oh great, thank you. The pain has slowed down, but then they all start looking on the monitor. And they don't tell you anything because they don't want you to panic. But you can see the panic in their face. So they're, so they're yeah, going, yeah, yeah. oh, um, is I'm going, is everything all right? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, yeah, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And then she's like going on the phone. And next thing you know, 10 doctors run into the room and they're like, yeah, oh, God, uh, everything's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry uh, <laughs> everything's okay and then they say to my mom my mom's there hardcore born again christian in jesus name she's just speaking in tongues she's just you know praying and they're like we're gonna have to rush her into emergency seat section what my mom's like what i reject that in jesus name that's what she says i'm like it was just going from to word. i'm just there laying like pardon I, like i didn't even my mum is screaming, but I'm like, the doctors are like, okay, everyone's going to have to leave the room. Everyone should go. They are, everyone is just rushing, panicking. And they're like, oh, his heart rate is dropping. And if he stays there any longer, he might be brain damaged. Can you imagine? And I'm, I'm, hey. I'm helpless. I'm over here with this thing in my back, just thinking, I can see my husband. He's terrified, but he's trying to look hard. Like he's not scared. <laughs> <laughs> and I get wheeled to this room. Oh, it was, it was, it happened so fast. It was obviously extremely scary in that moment. But thank God they oh they brought him out and he was fine and he was, yeah, yeah. So, so imagine that being your first experience. Like, it's a wonder I even wanted to have another kid after that. But, do you know what? I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised you have another one. Like, that it good. It, it was. Another, that, and you. And, but then I feel like, wasn't there enough? Like, do you think that you had enough support afterwards in terms of from, you know, the English? I'm thinking about. I'm looking up in the sky now, thinking about it. <laughs> support. Not really. Maybe not. But it, it wasn't something that I needed. Maybe because of the way that I'm wired. Like, I really deal with stuff by myself. Yeah, I don't, I you know. 
want yeah. you to just you were like I think I would like my family more I didn't want to I don't like, even think there's anything they could have done for me really in terms of you know I was going through stuff and I, I didn't know but it, even if I needed help I wouldn't have wanted it from the NHS what would they have done for me unless I felt like they'd done their job like you brought my baby out my baby was safe everything was fine um and I was grateful for that. And then I moved on with my life. So, you know, even if I'd realized I was going through some stuff, I wouldn't have wanted help from them. So I'm not really, I'm not saying that's right, just the way that I'm wired. Yeah. I, you, yeah. You are. No, fair enough. But because I was thinking, you know how you said yeah. the pastor came to the house and then you yeah. speaking to him? Maybe because I trust him, mate. But, you know, if someone just called you and said, I just wanted to check up on you. How are you? How are you doing? Yeah. You know, yeah. Of what you went through. But that's what I'm saying. When I started crying to, to my pastor, I didn't even know that I was upset. I didn't, or I wasn't upset. I didn't even know that, like, I had some stuff bottled up. It just came out. Do, do you know what I mean? Okay. So. No, I hear that. Like when I, I think he asked me how it yeah. happened. So it's when I started reeling it off. I think all the fear that I had at that time, that's when it started pouring out. Because you know, when when Ollie came out and he was fine, it was just relief from me and Tola. You know, we were just relieved that he was okay, I was okay, and we just wanted to get back to our own house. I remember they tried to because I had a C-section. They said you had to stay in the hospital for four days afterwards. I was like, eh forbid <laughs> i did the first oh night God. and i was like yeah excuse me can you call the midwife i'm ready to go I, there's absolutely nowhere on this <laughs> earth i'm staying here another night it, it, it was just and there's that thing you were saying like i wanted to run straight back to where i knew where was familiar where was comfortable yeah. so yeah yeah no i hear that i didn't even yeah. sleep when i was in hospital yeah i didn't sleep I yeah i couldn't sleep i was just so protected over her just thinking I don't yeah. want to kidnap you you're on me I don't care I you, even though every midwife was like oh, maybe I should put her in the cot she's fine she's fine and, and also fine remember you, that first night you would hear the first you know the new cry and just like you're excited this baby is here but yeah. I remember uh, like I was out of it because you know obviously I'd had the drugs and everything to have the the surgery and so I was I kept like falling I didn't I couldn't control it but his cries were waking me up and that was that was weird for me because you know it was like a new human he you know it was like yeah no one else is waking you up now it's 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 this kid yeah yeah you alarm clock for life so, yeah, now. So, no, there was a baby in my ward that was actually crying a lot, yeah. actually. It got to the point that the oh. mum started crying. I heard the mum and the, her partner had to come. Yeah. They had to call her partner in. And I, so I felt so sorry because Malaika didn't cry once. I didn't, do, I don't think she cried, but the other baby was crying and I felt yeah. so sad for the other lady. So I just think Yeah, it's scary. Cope, you see, just had just, a child you know and I mean? then you're so tired, yeah. not just physically but in the mind, and then you're just thinking, Oh, this baby is here and I've got to look after I've got to yeah. stop it from crying. So if that baby does not stop crying and you can't stop it from crying, yeah, it's a really scary place to be. Like I don't yeah. 
Oh. And especially with sleep. I don't know how you are asleep. See, with me, I can't function. I'm, I really oh, yeah. need to sleep. When I need to sleep, oh, I yeah. need to sleep. I can't do anything else. So imagine yeah. you're just knackered. You have to. You can't. Yeah, oh that's... my god, mums, I give you another call. Oh, oh yeah, that's 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 normal that's life normal. now. That's normal oh, life. And sometimes I look at my mum and I'm just like yeah. giving her that eye, that squinty eye, like you oh you knew what you were doing because she was she was getting excited and like, oh you know, I want a grandkid, I want a baby. Oh you guys just have a baby, you know, oh it's just, it'll be fine, you know, you're not getting any younger. You should make it all glamorous, like it'll be fine, it's gonna be my baby. I'm gonna look after it, obviously. And then after I had the baby, I'm just looking at her like you little <laughs> you knew what you were doing. No. Yeah, she didn't tell you. They didn't tell you. They didn't tell you nothing. Even when I said to my mum, I said, Mum, I'm just gonna have two kids and I'm gonna name it this and that and she's just like and the thought. Third. I was like Just because you went through it doesn't mean I need <laughs> <laughs> That was that was your life's journey. My life journey is gonna be different. I need to enjoy. I wanna go on holiday. Like it gets to a point, I think even people stop looking after your kids after oh, a certain number. No, after I one. Personally. After one. I'll, I'll, I'll confirm that for you. <laughs> About <laughs> after one, they're not interested. The novelty's worn off. They're like, oh my god, I held a newborn again. It was beautiful. Now I've I've got a holiday to book, and you're there like, oh, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> can I have a night off? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm just, I'm just thinking that. I'm just like, do I have to drop one at one sister's and another? One I love your sisters sister? though. I'm not do do gonna lie. If I had your sisters, I would never complain about anything in my life again. Those girls are golden, absolutely golden. They'll I, who, no, who, who offers? Oh, let me come and take your child and take her for the. Who does that? No, that doesn't exist in my life. But you know what? You're right. You're right. You actually really want to offer. Like, oh, we're free. I've got annual Can you imagine? leave. I will look. You know, most people. Oh want to no, you're you're blessed beyond belief. And then the other one bakes. I mean, what more? What more can you ask for? Oh. oh. And her husband's a chef. Was, they, you know, God, they God was looking pizza, out. So he was looking out for you when he. Yeah, he had it all planned out. Hey, both grandparents live literally like I think five minutes drive or less Which from is each lovely. other. By the way, that's so, so good for her. Because so at this age, no, life amazing. is moving so, at a thousand paces. You're great. You're getting older. You start to realize shit. Like I'm getting older, and this is why children cherish their grandparents so much because it's special for them. It's like children are uh, one end of life and then the grandparents are another not at the end but you know obviously like older and yeah, so yeah. you're in the middle and so mm-hmm. you, it's that interaction for them is mm-hmm. so so special so you just want to maintain mm-hmm. it as long mm-hmm. as it's possible different. yeah and I think grandparents they're a lot more attentive like, I think they just do oh, yeah. the most for them yeah they're like, the spoilers so no, they amazing. They just do all you know. All your hard work. They yeah, yeah, go yeah. Ten steps back, you know, like <laughs> hey, how sweet. Yeah. How, how, 
this is their second time around so you know it's, I, it's a different experience for them as well it's, been, it's a long time since they saw you as a as a little baby or some and a little baby that was part of them because obviously you see babies around all the time but when you see babies mm. that come from like your line or your lineage there's also like a different feeling that you get mm-hmm. with that trust me trust me around where we are going to ask our parents would you rather questions and just to get a little deep insight of to how they think um so basically i've already asked yems a few questions already she's she's so kindly doing this for me over and over again and <laughs> why i love her because she's been patient with me but um hopefully this will be the last one we have to try out yeah. Um, and even if it doesn't sound great, I'm publishing it anyway. If it, whatever, fuck it. Deal. Okay. So the would you rather's that I'm gonna ask Yems are, all right. You've already done the cup. I'm gonna ask you again the same ones. Okay. So, would you rather lose an arm or lose a leg? Lose a leg. Okay. Can you tell me why? Sorry, I didn't because know. I love to eat. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Because I play netball and I can get a prosthetic. But without an arm, it wouldn't be the same. Uh, yeah, okay. And you got to call them. Okay, cool. Um, would you rather be toothless or be bold? Bold, bold. Oh, even the second time around, it still makes me shudder. What did I say? Yeah, I'd rather be bold because lace wigs are in fashion. <laughs> Yeah, baby. <laughs> and I can't you... stand a gappy smile. Sorry. Yeah, it, that's why I think that's why you strategically strategically got friends that have nice teeth, isn't it? <laughs> that cut you. All your friends have nice teeth. <laughs> Birds of a feather. Whilst giving yourself some props, they're like, all your friends, me. I've got nice teeth. Yeah. Ah, but no, no, never. Um, would you rather? Have no nails or have no hair? I'm guessing your silence is you don't know what to do. Hello? Yems. Oh god, I've lost you. Oh. Oh, hello, you're back. Yeah, I'm back. Okay. So- yeah, I wasn't being silent. I was saying Oh, does this mean being bald again? So no, what was it? No nails or no hair? Yeah. No nails, no nails. No nails. Okay, would you rather never be able to open your mouth or never be able to close your eyes? What kind of torture chamber questions are these? (laughs) Never be able to open your mouth. Or never be able to open your eyes. Eyes, eyes. Eyes, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd rather because because you need to eat through your mouth. 
<laughs> otherwise you die whereas your eyes I honestly don't know you can just put something over it if you don't want to see something I think okay. fair enough with you. and I'd okay. still have my two arms to be able to cover my face with so yeah alright yeah, I like how you think yeah thank you thank you <laughs> would you always have to say everything on your mind or never be able to speak again uh, not be able to speak again because <laughs> <laughs> my mind is a cesspool joking not that bad but <laughs> no I'm a big believer in only say nice things not only say nice things but it's not everything that you need to split out so yeah I would I'd be fired or not fired I think I wouldn't have job exactly exactly or friends no jobs or friends oh trust me no yeah (laughs) my mum would have been at me a few times as well so (laughs) exactly yeah um be sticky would you rather be sticky for the rest of your life or be itchy for the rest of your life Sticky. 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 Can't yeah, itchy is oh no. So you just you just like leaves will be sticking on you, feathers, dust. As long like, as I wasn't itchy. Okay, that's fine. Have you have you ever been itchy and you can't satisfy it? Do you know that feeling? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, sticky. yeah, that's fine. Sticky's fine. We're sticking majority of the time anyway because of what the amount of things I, I feel like I'm sticky because yeah. of like I step on in this house <laughs> another, that's another topic anyway um, <laughs> would you rather have the hiccups for the rest of your life or always feel like you have to sneeze 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 yeah my sister said the same thing would you rather hiccups, you die <laughs> imagine just constantly doing that <laughs> That would be so annoying. Or imagine, imagine if it doesn't stop through your sleep, you'll be you'll be just tired. You won't be able to sleep. You'd lose your mind and then you'd die. And you wouldn't eat. Remember, you're missing the main point for yourself, yeah. So you can't eat. <laughs> I thought that one would all be an already given, so I didn't bother mentioning it. But well done for spotting it. Um, I'm gonna answer for you the other questions. Would you rather deal with? A teething baby or um or um a child that's just had an injection. Oh, oh there's some feedback. Are we allowed cowpaw? No. Oh no. So, Te- teething baby. Teething. Yeah. Do you know what? I wonder if you're not the first person who said that. Yeah, because after a while I think you get a bit familiar used to it and there's lots of natural remedies and things you can do with kids gums or you can just sit there scratching their gums for them or letting them bite your finger Mm, miss those days but yeah anyway um you missed those days did you say yeah do you know what because right now yeah i'm just so (sighs) that at least they're sitting still having teething problems i don't know <laughs> if you took yourself back to there, I bet you would be saying, "Oh, I wish 
<laughs> I wish this kid would just <laughs> do the opposite. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. I I don't. You know what? No time. You know when you're in the present time of you, uh, you know, bringing up a baby with what I can experience. I'm just like, oh, let this time just pass. Yeah. And then it does pass, and you're like, wow, that was quick. Yes, babes. So basically, um, I think that's it. I I would ask the rest, but I know you're working from home at the moment. I don't want to keep you. Oh. Yeah. Thank Hello. you meeting in six minutes yeah no but thank you for coming back and dealing with me again always always yes that is the end of this section of would you rather um yeah and enjoy the rest of the show bye thank you guys bye